live from Cool Boy Central. You're the boss down there. I'm boss up here. From bat tips to bat nips, we are just three cool boys revisiting Batman, the animated series, and wearing hats. This is Batman and Beyond, a cool boys podcast. I see Batman and Beyond. Greetings, cool boy Bat Nation, and welcome to another installment of Batman and Beyond, a Cool Boys podcast. I'm Felk. I'm Ballard. And I'm Steve. Uh, so cool. Tonight's episode is Vendetta, directed by Frank Power, written by Michael Reeves. This episode aired October 5th, 1992. And features the first appearance of Killer Croc, that sexy bitch. Mm. Wikipedia says Detective Bullock is arrested for kidnapping. Batman, who dislikes Bullock, but nevertheless believes him to be a good man, investigates and discovers the identity of the real criminal, Killer Croc, who harbors a vendetta against Bullock for capturing him once. Batman must clear Bullock's name before it is too late. So, yeah, we start this episode off with, you know, this boat shit and, uh, you know, whatever, this guy being transported by the cops. But there's a bomb, and it's a bomb that's set up by Killer Croc that we, you know, don't know is Killer Croc from the get-go. I wanted to point out that Killer Croc, we know he's good with bombs because in Suicide Squad, that's the whole purpose of his character in the (laughs) third act. Is to deal with the bomb underwater. It's also referenced in Lego Batman is like it in is. the montage where he, he like places a bomb underwater and goes, I did something. I did something. I love that little line. Yeah. So even this even this episode has something to do with Killer Croc placing bombs and, you know, in the water. Uh, you know, that's great. I thought that's kind of I didn't realize that that's actually like a theme. Like That's his power. I wonder if even in the comics, if that's a motif in the comics that he's like an underwater bomber or something. I, didn't, I don't know. I don't recall. I, rec- I, rec- I recall him doing, you know, robbing television stores, honestly, in the comics. But, yeah, I thought that was kind of funny. And I, I like this episode because it's kind of like they're following Bullock. They think it's Bullock. Bullock's clearly set up. And it leads to, like, you know, Rupert Thorne. And then you get, like, a Rupert Thorne cameo that is really unnecessary. He doesn't really do anything. It's just, like, you get to see Rupert Thorne for a little bit. It was a fun episode. Yeah, I thought that this was... Uh... It was good because you have it from Batman being suspicious from the get-go of Bullock. And Bullock, like, smirking when the thing, uh, when when the boat blows up. So you, yeah. you know, are like, why is he yeah. smiling? They never really explain why he smirks at that. I guess it's just that he's... He's just happy that he's dead. That, you the, know? that the boat blows up? Because that, that, that wouldn't be a good thing, you know, but... Uh, Bullock's a fucked up cop, right? He fucking sexually harasses women all the time, as we've seen in the last episode. He's probably a rapist. Yeah, they they really highlight the the toothpicks with Bullock in this episode to to draw that red herring for Batman to be suspicious of him because they can't show him smoking. They can't, it would be it would be cigarettes and cigarette butts, but they can't. Uh-huh. They can't. Oh, for sure, what a good been, point. Right. Good point. Oh, that would have been so cool. That's what it is. What is it about cigarettes in like movies that are so cool and TV shows? Because the kids show can't that, show smoking. That's one of my favorite things about anime is that you get animated cigarettes. And that's one of my favorite things about like old shit, like old like 80s cartoons like American Pop and like heavy metal where you get like people smoking cigarettes in animated. Something about smoking cigarettes animated is so, is so cool. 
should watch the uh, black and white old Flintstones because like where Fred and Barney fucking smoked and there was like ads for Winston cigarettes or whatever. I don't I didn't know they were episodes. I thought they were just ads. No, but in the episodes, they smoked too in the early in the early black and white ones that aren't like aired anymore. Oh, I thought those were ads. I didn't realize those were actually segments of, uh, of the TV show. Wow, crazy. No, those were ads. They did ads in addition to it. But in some of their early episodes, they also just smoked. That's amazing. Yeah. Uh, we just saw some paperwork that Batman was going through the uh, police cabinets and files because, once again, it's an analog world. It's not a digital world. And we see a reference to Bates, comma, N. Did you guys notice that? Norman Bates. Norman Bates. Or Master Bates. No, it was N. So it had to be Naster. That's fine. Why would, why would Norman Bates be involved? I have no idea, but it's a little homage, I guess, you know, a little just for the sake of it. Mm-hmm. Why not? They had a, they also had an N bait. There was an there was an N Bates or a Bates N and a Bait N. Mm-hmm. Right before, you know, whatever N N bar. Um here we're seeing this uh this whatever, this stoolie, you know, this fucking stool pigeon guy. He's down in a cave. Killer Croc's cave. He doesn't know where he is. He doesn't know where he is, but he's about to get fucked over by Killer Croc. It, he he just starts screaming, doesn't he? Yeah, well, the bubbles, the water, the water bubbles all in, in, a, in a creepy way, and a giant fucking beast, you know, looms out of it and blasts him with fucking jizz. They never really explain like what Killer Croc is. They just say he was like a wrestler. Yeah, they do. They they do. They do. And it's kind of even more hit upon later in another episode. I forget what it's called. It's where he's uh, meets the freaks. Uh, the circus freaks, uh-huh. but it, he's a circus freak. He's just someone with a, a skin condition, and I think that's what he's kind of always supposed to be. He's not really supposed to be part of crocodile or or mixed with crocodile DNA or something like that. Like he's supposed to be. But his teeth. Are- yeah, he like yeah files his teeth. Like he's just that's kind of how he's supposed to be. Uh-huh. And he fucking he's done lots of you know obviously plastic surgeries to make himself look more insane. We need to establish something that I'm curious about. Sure. It, is Killer Croc black because in suicide oh, squad no idea. he requests bt to be in his cell as his like thing and he's played by a black guy and he's kind of got you know i'm beautiful he's he, he talks like maybe that. in suicide squad yeah maybe suicide squad that's an african-american person with a skin condition that could be it for sure hmm. i don't really think yeah i thought he was like a i guess a white guy or something i don't know he was like grayscaled racist yeah. is he part crocodile no, no, you know, I know. Like I said, like I said, I, th- I think he's not part crocodile or mixed with crocodile DNA or anything like that. He's he's not a hybrid. I think he's just a human with a, a skin condition. I thought he could breathe underwater. No, he can't breathe underwater. He can just hold his breath for a really long time and he works towards it. He's like a free diver. Even real crocodiles can't breathe underwater, Steve. No, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they just hold, yeah, their, they hold their breath. They just hold their time. breath. Did you guys notice that with the killer croc when he was in his sewer? Um, that. He, maybe he should be careful and stay away from the Sewer King because the Sewer King has a bunch of crocodiles, calls them his pretties, and we know what the Sewer King does to little boys. And Killer Croc is a boy. Those are alligators. Yeah. Oh, uh, whatever. Dude, I wish the Sewer King and Killer Croc did meet. They are, yeah. They're all the same to me. Crocodiles, alligators, caimans. Um, I like, here we have Rupert Thorne. We had our Rupert Thorne, you know, uh, 
cameo. That was sweet. You got to see Rupert. But you also got to see Batman jump off a building holding Rupert Thorne with one arm and then with the other arm uh, using a grappling hook and swinging through Gotham skyscrapers. He has incredible grip strength. Like superhuman gri grip What is that? I don't know. I want to go back to your Thorne. You, it's hard to get... A word no, in. see, I want to talk about Batman's grip strength. Do you think he has, like, epic masturbation sessions? I don't know, but I did like how... Uh, Just think about Batman. When they show Thor that it's, like, such a classic dick. You know, they have him, like carried for a rose and he's all just uh oh yeah thorn yeah. All, like, like kind of like nonchalant with batman because he feels protected mm -hmm. you know it was, it was very classic uh mobster they, they like their mobsters in this series and don't forget steve rupert thorn is literally the main crime boss of all gotham now as we saw back in he took over yeah yeah he took over and what was that episode where he uh beat out the other guy it was uh see no evil no see no evil it was um Fuck, what was it? Uh, it's never too late when he took it from uh, whoever the fuck it was that, you know, he stopped doing it because he, his, his brother at one point lost a leg to a train. Whatever the fuck it was. Stromwell, right? Was it, what was his name? Stromwell? I don't even think it was his brother. I thought it was his friend. No, no, it's his brother was the uh, priest. It was his brother? For sure, his brother was the priest. Yeah, that was his brother. Yeah, that was the whole twist in the end. And he had his son, Joey Jojo Shabadoo Jr. That was the heroin addict, for sure. All Absolutely. Right. Um, I, one of the things I, we just saw, Steve, was where Batman goes to Ocean World for research about a crocodile. <laughs> he doesn't, but I like how... He did. He did. Oh, no, oh, yeah, oh, yeah. He goes to the zoo for the Yeah, crocodile. he goes to Ocean World for research on a crocodile. That's sparked by Alfred just giving him an idea. So, like, once again, Alfred's just like, hey... What's this scale doing here? He's like scale or something like that. And suddenly no, no, it's, like, no. He says he says something about like uh, this is a micro microwavable crock pot. And then Batman's a like, crock. Oh yeah, you're genius, Alfred. <laughs> Fucking genius. Absolutely, yeah. Or what was the other one? He says something about like catching a cold. And then uh -huh. Jeff Goldblum uploaded a, a virus to the aliens. Wasn't that another episode? So Batman just goes exploring in the bay and finds a cave and that just so, so happens to be the cave that the croc is uh stayed in it seemed kind of uh the only cave it seemed pretty easy i just have to say well once he knew what to look for after going to ocean world and getting all the research he needed by standing next to the croc exhibit absolutely uh -huh. you know what's interesting steve that you point out you point out by batman going underwater and searching for caves we get to see something new i think this is the first time we get to see deep dive Batman. And by the way, Deep Dive Batman was an actual Batman toy. He was yellow, and I had him as a kid, and it was a real thing. Deep Dive Batman. And it wasn't based on this series. It was just like it was like their kind of 1989 Batman series mixed along with their Batman Returns series mixed along with just, you know, it was kind of like just the Batman series of toys. But it was called Deep Dive Batman. Doesn't this also introduce like Batman's like visor thing that has like a little computer? No, we have seen we have seen his Cyclops visor before. But yes, this episode definitely has uh, his fucking uh, Cyclops visor and it gives him um, or no, that's that's not this episode, is it? Does he have that in this episode? I don't think so. What does he yeah, have? I thought no, so. in this episode, he has red lenses. He has red lens. He has uh, his eyes turn red. Oh yeah. He does a he does a Cyclops detective mode somewhere else um, coming up soon in what, another episode. Uh, I can't remember which episode it is. I think it might be actually the Clock King. Yeah, that was that's cool. But yeah, he does red lenses when he's like you know fighting Croc, 
Killer Croc in the water. Yeah, he's got his like infrared lenses on and shit. It's really cool looking image for sure. Mm -hmm. Something that his dad's character has, Thomas Wayne has when he's Batman in um, Flashpoint. He knows that the light, the bright light, because he went to the zoo, will uh, really harm harm him. Because he has crocodile DNA in him. It's not just because he's human. No, they say that he's human, but his 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 skin ref, uh, looks they don't like that. crocodile. Like, yeah, that's what they say. In this episode, yeah, that's what he says. He actually Batman analyzes. He actually like analyzes the scale, and he goes, it, it resembles like crocodile like you know features, but it has it's absolutely human DNA. It's, it's what he says. What I see here, they they call him half man, half crocodile. That's not what Batman said in this episode. But believe it or not, its cellular structure is human. <laughs> but the texture of it is crocodilian. Yeah, so it's half man, half crocodile. I, I'm that's what they. Uh, I go. I'm going by this wiki. No, and the texture of it is almost almost reptilian. That's all he's saying. Almost reptilian. Not anything to do with actually being reptilian or crocodilian. He says he says it's it's human molecular whatever. Uh huh. Uh huh. He did. He said it. He said okay. it. Okay. He said it. You know what I love is we get we get a great Batman uh, comeback in this episode. You know when when we we go to another you know one of these classic you know Steve's uh, sponsor cliffhanger act breaks from Act Two to Act Three where you know Killer Croc is drowning Batman, but Batman overcomes it and then says, "Don't hold your breath." <laughs> I love that where Batman's being drowned by Killer Croc comes up. Don't hold your breath. You're so ridiculous, Batman. This ep- we have like a series of episodes coming up where Batman has really bad puns, uh, <laughs> almost Adam West level puns. Did you guys notice how when um, Bullock is getting in the car, none of the press see Killer Croc like roll up on Bullock in the car, but for some reason they followed Bullock and were taking photos of him as he was getting in the car to get away from them when he was leaving his court hearing or whatever the fuck? I just assumed he was in there for like a long time. He was just hanging out in his car? Yeah, I just assumed that he was like hiding for like hours waiting for Bullock to come. (laughs) Very cool. Well, I I guess. That was my assumption at least. You know, okay, this episode has something that's a real pet peeve of mine. Uh-huh. What's it's that? stuff that happens in things like Pacific uh, Rim. Um, it happens all the time in in and in, in, in movies with with water fights. What I hate is in a film. It, the other pet peeve I would say in like TV shows and movies and all that stuff is when people are driving a car and they're barely looking. But that's everyone's pet peeve. But this is my pet peeve about water. It's water depth pet pet peeve. What happens is Batman and Killer Croc are standing in knee level water. And like squaring off and then they tackle each other. And when they tackle each other, all of a sudden around them, it's just like six at minimum six feet depth of water. Right. I hate that kind of stuff. I hate when people are like when they need to be above the surface, they're standing at like, you know, knee level. But then when they're tackling underwater, trying to drown each other, it's like unknowable depths. All of a sudden, it's just so much volume of water. I can't stand that. That kind of frustrates me. And that and that actually is going to be a huge point uh, for me of contention for why I will give this the rating. I'll eventually give it. Uh, we'll, we'll get into that in a little bit, though. They're currently it's currently like a waist high and he's fighting with them and then he gets thrown to the. So now, yeah, I guess so. You're right. It's like really deep all of a sudden. But I, we were just I was kind of like, feeling like he was on his knees then, but he's not. They showed him like basically floating. It seemed like, and they're like running, yeah, and they're like running, and the next thing, yeah, they're like, yeah, they're like floating in huge depths of water. 
And then he jumps up, and now it's... Well, I guess the water is filling up. But now they're showing it's at his shoulder. He's walking into a deep end. That's what it... Yeah. Yeah, it fluctuates. It fluctuates. But that's a bit, that's a common thing I've seen in, like, lots of movies. Whenever you have to deal with, like, a water fight with sea, it's just too deep. Why is there a lot of water just pouring into here? Did Batman do that? No, I think it's just, like, a Th- that's super just location. That's an area where water just I'm telling pools. you, Killer Croc's got to worry about the Sewer King. He's very close. You know, these are they're, they essentially play in the same backyard. It's very scary. So Batman basically stops him with, because the water is really... Uh, the water pressure is too tough. I guess. And it breaks <laughs> down everything, yeah. At least it's not an electrical fire again, you know. <laughs> and they're, they're, they're branching out here. Um... I, one thing about this episode's really cool is is how this establishes Batman as a crime fighter. Oh yeah. As well as a detective because in this episode Batman has a hunch. And I love that he has hunches. And he has a hunch that's Bullock. And he and he's fucking looking for Bullock. And he's looking for evidence that's going to bust Bullock and the evidence is telling him kind of because of the one toothpick in the beginning. Uh, it could be Bullock and then he goes with this idea it's Bullock. But when he comes across the croc idea when he comes across Killer Croc eventually, he's open-minded enough to follow the evidence and not follow his what he intended his his you know a, end result to be. He actually allows detecting to work and be a process rather than just simply finding examples to back his claim or what he expects. And I like that. That's a really that's a really cool thing. He does his detective work. He doesn't just jump to a conclusion. But he had a de- enough detective work that he could have well, pretty he much almost gone with Bullock. Yeah. yeah. So that's good. I mean, I'm just saying that's really admirable. Like, that's such a that's such a cool thing to, like, show that he, he, he was trying to go one way with it. He really thought it was one way, but he was willing to change because the evidence changed. I, I liked how uh, Bullock and Batman just kind of bonded at the end. He's like, You're, we both fight crime. We just do it in different ways. Yeah, and then Batman, like, smiles at him. Batman gives the the smirk, right? Mm-hmm. Right at the end, he's watching him on TV. He's all like, "Yeah, I got you, Bullock. That's my boy." All right. So, what are you guys' boys? Um, I'm gonna go first. I give it three out of five boys, and I would have given it four out of five boys, but for me, that's just that water depth, you know, pet <laughs> peeve of mine. It knocked it down a whole boy. I can't give it a boy for that water depth. So, three out of five boys for me. Um, you know, I give it. Uh I'm like, but I guess like three and a half to four. I don't know. Can Do we do halves? Yeah, you can do halves. Yeah, I'll go with like three and a half. Again, you know, this was a fun one. Uh, you know, it was interesting. And I liked how, like you said before, how Batman was a detective and realized that he was kind of being duped uh, by Killer Croc. And... For whatever reason, I feel like the the ends of these episodes, some of them just it just didn't work for me. So it's just like, uh, you know, he finds out it's Clear Croc and he stops him, and then that's it. You know, I don't know, I don't know what I'm looking for, but that's why. Very astute, Steve. Very astute. (laughs) Thank you. How about you, Felk? I'll give it two boys. I don't like Bullock. I don't. I don't find him interesting, and. as a kid, I always kind of liked Killer Croc, but yeah, the reason why he sucks and everything is because he kind of just sucks. He's just a monster. He's he the best Killer Croc is is really from the Arkham games, and he's just a giant like beast monster. There's no depth to his character. Nothing interesting about him. The Arkham one is more of an actual like 
DNA maybe mixed crocodile and human being for sure. He's like, huge. That one's weird. He's big. He's huge, and he's actually like crocodile looking. Like he actually looks like a crocodile with a little bit of man. Why don't you like Bullock? Because uh, he's a piece of shit. They, like the show tries to make you not like him. They make it pretty clear he's a sexual harasser. He's constantly stealing all the donuts. I'm not like a big fan of Bullock either, honestly, Steve. I mean, I mean, I don't hate him like actively, but I just don't like him as a character normally. See, I think that's it's interesting for a kid show to have that as a character. That, I, that's why I like him. I think it, you know, to have this like conflicted uh, police officer who it does. He, you know, they, in this episode, they show that he is a good guy. He's trying to stop the the mobsters in this thing. Uh, and at the same time, he's also an asshole. And I think that's kind of interesting to have it, it uh, once again in a kid's show. So I, I always thought he was an interesting character for um, Batman to have. That it wasn't all just uh, Jim Gordon and these, gung, and, you know, uh, Montoya, these gung-ho cops. That they also have these, like, dirty cops. But is he a dirty cop, you know? Or is he just a, you know, a piece of shit? But... Uh, that's why I thought it was. I, that's why I think he's an interesting character. Great bat stuff, gentlemen. Cool bat nation. Be sure to let us bat know what you bat thought of Vendetta or what your favorite bat episode is by bat emailing us at Batman and Beyond Coolboys at gmail.com. New episodes of Batman and Beyond come out every Tuesday. Also, please check out our other great Coolboy Central content with. The Cool Boys Podcast on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Patreon, where the Cool Boys have an uncensored discussion about five so cool movies, everything ranging from bods to dongs and all the boners they have given us. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at Cool Boys Podcast and Facebook group us at The Cool Boys Podcast. Like and subscribe to us on YouTube. You can find us on YouTube by searching for The Cool Boys Podcast. And be sure to rate and review us on iTunes at The Cool Boys Podcast. And if you like, you can donate to us on Patreon and receive additional episodes of Cool Boys After Dark and a Cool Boy shout-out on The Cool Boys Podcast that airs every Tuesday. You can find The Cool Boys on Patreon at patreon.com slash coolboyspodcast. Thank you for listening. Stay cool, Cool Boy Nation. Until next time. It's Bizees from Felk. That's Bizees from Ballard. And Bizees from Steven. So cool. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah. Batman. And beyond. Oh, yeah.